between us How high the mountain I could not climb In desperation I turned to heaven And spoke your name into the night And through the darkness Your loving kindness Tore through the shadows of my soul The work is finished The end is written Jesus Christ, my living Church, why don't we worship together here in this place? Come on, sing it with us.
a beautiful medley of songs there. Living Hope, Because He Lives, and Oh, Praise the Name, and Forever. Four beautiful, wonderful, amazing worship songs all put into one for our enjoyment and for the Lord's enjoyment for us to sing it to him every single day. What a great, again, Living Hope was the first song. We sing that in church. I absolutely adore that song. Second song was Because He Lives. Third song was Oh Praise the Name. And the fourth song in that medley was called Forever. I tell you, those songs, when we sing them in church, man, do they move through my body. They get me smiling. They get me crying. They get my hands up. They get, you know, my head down. I mean, it's just some of these songs. You know, I think, I think the best Christian songs are the ones that the artist takes old Christian hymns and new modern-day Christian uh, music and melts them together right? I think my favorite song is that new Lord's Prayer. You know what I mean? That, that new song with just the Lord's Prayer in it. I mean, those songs get me going. I love them. I love all, I love all worship music. And worship music is definitely different than any other genre. You know what I mean? Like you can take worship rap, worship rock, worship country, worship pop, And it doesn't sound like rap, rock, country, or pop. It sounds like something completely different. And I think the common denominator is that you're doing it for God and not for album sales. When you do songs, when when you're an artist and you create something, whether it movies, whether it be song, whether it be art, physical art pieces, and you do it for God, there's always something different about it. It's like, it's like ordained and blessed by God. You know what I mean? And it's just different. It rises up, no pun intended, uh, it rises up above every other genre that it's stacked up against. I mean, uh, or even the same genre that it's uh, stacked up against. And it's because it's for the Lord and not for themselves, not for the artist, not for the listener even so much. And not for album sales, views, likes, and money. It's for God. Jeremy, I apologize for too many emails. I just worrying too much. That's okay because I apologize for not getting to your too many emails. I apologize for not getting to most of your emails. What is it, Eli? 70-something thousand in there we're trying to chip away at. The great thing about um, having a popular network or a popular show is that you reach hundreds of thousands of people. The negative part about that is that you cannot keep up with the contact uh, with every one of them as much as you'd like to. Uh, And I know a lot of people get mad. I know a lot of people who say, I will never watch Jeremy again. I'll never watch his shows ever again because he didn't answer my email. Well, I have to say it again. I know I've said it a million times. But if you really think that I look through the emails and see one and go, no, I'm not responding to that guy or that girl. On purpose, because I want to. (laughs) You know, doesn't make much sense, but I guess it is what it is. Anyway, I'd like to say good morning to some of the great people that are here this morning, and I'd also like to uh, pull it up on the Rumble chat. So let's get that going right now. Here we go. We've got Amber Wolf, Mustache, Barbara Peters is here, Ray Friesen. I sent an email about a year ago, Ray says, but I understand. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Joel says, just remembered Bruce Almighty. Not everyone is answered the way we want it. It's the way he wants it. That is true. That is true. Bad Moon. You can do that to me, Jeremy. I don't mind. Well, thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Um, Mad Test 66. Sing to worship our father, not to make our flesh feel good. Then it's all for him. You are right. Laterer is here in the building. Bobby Mannion, T. Mitchell, CQ707 is here. How are you? Bisbee fam, Halloween. Hazel Kitty is here. Nikki is here in church this morning. Sherry 2032. Andy Henry, Lord Fishy. S. Coer, Race Mom, how you doing? Wayne, God bless you. Cindy Lou, who is in the building. God bless Cindy. 
Thank you for having that LFA Family Facebook page. If you guys have not been part of the LFA Family Facebook page, I recommend you go do it. Although I can't be there to see what goes on, but Eli's in there. Uh, and Sabrina's in there. So Salty is here. How are you, So Salty? Good to see you. KC22, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, Harry Legs is in the building. Kathy Cappy is here. Jay Roach, 1970. God bless, man. Good to see you. KMAC12345 is here. Uh, Angel Grandmother is here. How are you? Good to see you. Bruce Carroll, and let's give two more here. MJ Randall and S. Rose, 2186. And I'd like to also thank you in advance for all the rumble rants that come in and the rumbles themselves. If you don't know what a rumble is, it's just a like. It's just a like. And if you scroll down right under... The Rise Up caption, this says Rise Up, 4.13, 9 a.m., committing spiritual suicide. All you've got to do is just click that little thumbs up, and it turns green. You just click the little thumbs up, and it turns green, and that means you've rumbled the video, okay? Um, I'd also encourage everybody to go to LFATV.us and JeremyHarrell.com. We got, I think it was 14 Bible requests that uh, my mom is putting together today for everybody, and we'll send those out by Friday. So if you have, uh, if you've requested a Bible before and for some reason you never got it, I encourage you to go in there and request again to get on the shipment of Bibles going out this week, okay? Um, Sue, yes, go to JeremyHarrell.com to request Bibles. Yep. And again, sometimes some, we, we might not have gotten all those out. Uh, and we're doing our best, and we we appreciate your patience. Fo- Eli, we already hit 1,000 people, and we're not even 15 minutes in. Do you think we can hit 2,000 live people today? The only thing, way we can do that is if we get your help, okay? Now, today is our start of our fast. Now, I made a little change, okay? Uh, Jeremy never made it right with me, never did what he said, never had my permission to read my private email, Oh, Wileki, is this ever going to stop? Um, I don't know what to tell you. You are in a pile of people out there for me to call, and you just sent your number last week. So if you said he never did what he said, it's that. if you're saying call you, it's because I haven't gotten around to it yet. If it said it was the $100 that was donated for you, you said keep it multiple times. So I'm not really sure what I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And as far as not having your permission to read your email online, don't send them. And if you do send them, say, please don't read this online or else I'm going to assume you want everybody to understand why you're mad at me. Unfortunately, you continue to be mad and I'm not mad. I'm not kicking you out. I'm not blocking you. I'm not being rude to you. I'm not being mean to you. I'm not calling you names. And there was a big misunderstanding that happened that got you all mad. So. I'll leave that at that one. Now, getting back to the fasting. I've changed up the fast a little bit for myself. That doesn't mean you have to. It's going to really be hard for me to go from 24 to 36 hours. That's 12 more hours than I'm used to. And after talking with my wife and after feeling the way I felt last, last time and feeling all shaky, uh, my wife said, maybe you should go to 30 hours rather than 36 hours. And after we talked about it, I think that's right. So I'm going to not do a 36-hour fast. I'm going to start my fast today at noon, and I'm going to go to uh, dinner tomorrow night. So I'm going to do a 30-hour fast. You guys might be better at it than me. Maybe you guys have done it longer than me. Uh, Feel free to go to 36 hours. I'm going to do 30 hours. So I start that today. So please pray for me and please pray for the people out there that, uh, that feel like I'm doing them wrong in some way, shape or form. And I just can't make it right. Uh, that's never the intention. So let's just all band together. Let's smile. Let's stop being offended by every little thing under the sun. Uh, because you know, if Jesus was offended by everything, then he would have never, ever, ever been able to accomplish uh, his mission. So, all right. Let's pray for each other. Let's pray together right now. If you're wearing a hat, please remove your hat and let's do this. Here we go. Lord and Heavenly Father, today we ask for your help today, Lord, to help push the message of God's podcast here on Rise Up out to every single person that needs to hear the word of God. 
We also ask for help, Lord. I personally ask for help. In giving the people that watch this network, maybe help them out with a little bit more patience. Maybe, Lord, you can help me out with my harsh words that I say sometimes. I know we're working on that together right now. But Lord, the last thing that we need is division. And since every person is a different person with a different personality that you gave them, we're all not ever going to be on the same page. But not being on the same page doesn't mean there's a division between us. Division is caused by unwillingness to respect or accept somebody else's opinions or statements. Let's break down those barriers today, Lord. Let's become one cohesive unit, children of God, spreading the gospel, spreading kindness, hopefully bringing smiles to people's faces instead of frowns. Help us put your love, your mercy, your goodness, your grace to use every day so people can see the greatness of God, not just hear us talking about it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I titled today's show, I titled today's show, Committing Spiritual Suicide. Now this is going to be a very, very, very powerful show today. It may be powerful for everybody who hears it. It may be only powerful for a few. I don't know. But what I do know is that when I was having coffee with Sabrina this morning, and this hit me, I was like a kid in a candy store. I was like, I went, woo! And I was like, oh man, thank you, Lord. And Sabrina's like, I was just like, oh, nothing. I just got the Lord just hit me with something. And it was speech, speak out against people committing spiritual suicide. Now, ever since the lockdowns, ever since COVID, suicide has been on a steady uptick and I don't see an end in sight. And you mix that with the LGBTQ community and the trans terrorist community and the government telling them that everybody is attacking them and there's a genocide, even though one person has never died of it in recent history. That pushes the suicide envelope a little bit more, doesn't it? More and more people are taking their own lives. And so many people out there are putting a a, a magnifying glass on this and going, why are we experiencing such an uptick in suicide? Well, we know why, but it is concerning. And you got everybody out there trying to find a cure for diseases and cancers and sicknesses and COVIDs and You got everybody out there saying that the guns are the problem and we need to stop gun violence and we need to stop this. We need to stop that. But do you know what I don't ever see? I never see anybody out there speaking up against spiritual suicide. And that is the biggest epidemic, the largest pandemic, the most terrible thing that threatens our humanity. Not just pockets of humanity, all of humanity, human existence. More people will, ex- will commit spiritual suicide on this planet this year alone than all pandemics and epidemics combined will affect humanity. Think about that. Think about spiritual suicide. Think about committing sin on top of sin, on top of sin, on top of sin, and never, ever, ever, ever taking the cure that is out there. We don't need Big Pharma to find a cure for committing spiritual suicide. We don't need Big Pharma or these woke guidance counselors or these psychiatrists or psychologists or these amazing government programs that are put together with billions and billions of tax dollars to help people in their time of need to find out why people are dying of this, that, and the other. The cure already exists and we don't take it. Why? Where is the government... The governments of the world out there together unifying 
to spread the message of how to stop the worst pandemic of all, which is spiritual suicide. Billions and billions. There's 8 billion people on this planet and a majority of the 8 billion, including a majority of the 3 billion Christians that occupy this world are committing spiritual suicide right now. And all of them will die because of this spiritual suicide and go to hell. And nobody cares. Nobody bats an eye. Where's the government programs? Where's the awareness campaigns that are going to fund somebody out there at a high level saying, you guys, we've, we've got to stop this or you're all doomed for hell. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Jeremy, when you get time, can we update in the child of God shirts for our littles? Yes, uh, it's not about time. It's about money. We have to invest a lot of money into the store to do that. Um, And so we're trying to sell everything that we have in our store that nobody buys anymore so that we can buy the new stuff. So, you know, that's why we have so many people pushing the store, you know. Uh, That's right. That's why I have no friends, because I'm that busy. That's exactly right. So it is, it is odd that we spend so much time trying to cure every disease, trying to put a scope, a microscope on, on uh, gun violence and suicide, but yet spiritual suicide is left alone. So we're going to talk about that today. I've got some videos to show you today. Uh, the Jesus revival is actually a lot bigger than anybody ever realizes. And, and the reason why is because mainstream media won't show the Jesus revival that's happening in this country and around the world. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll show it as much as possible. This is a warm, loving group of people. Just love and be loved in return. That's it. That's it. There's never been an attack to anybody on the show. And if anybody feels attacked, then they're, that is misplaced. Now, live from America, people have been attacked on. That's for sure. I'm not going to, right, Eli? I'm not going to say that. How much do we need? I donated $100 to this. I'm not sure what the people are asking. Um, And I will donate more. What are we donating to again? I agree. I feel the loving and caring spirit on here, says Kitten. So do I. So do I. And and I try to um I try not to lash out at people that are feeling a certain way or sometimes even in the clearly in clearly in the wrong on rise up because it's just we're supposed to focus on God. I will buy something today, says Al Dooley. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I just prayed about it in my car, said Angel. So Angel, are we raising money for you or something? I I'm I'm sorry that I I missed it. Um, Bear with one another, Jesus said, because he knew we are going to fail at times. Perfect message. Great message. I'd be willing to help you answer emails. Well, everybody's willing to help answer emails. The problem with that is, is nobody's emailing you. They're emailing me or Eli, and they want the response from us. And the problem with letting other people answer emails is you're setting yourself up for disaster. Unfortunately. Oh, for getting the t-shirts. Thank you, Cindy Lou Who. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I remember now. Yeah, the 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 uh, opening up to letting anybody answer other people's emails, you're opening yourself up for massive disaster. I've done it before. I've done it before. Okay, Angel, thank you very much. Is there a separate email for prayer requests? Not yet. Not yet. Um, let's get into one minute prayer for dads and it's going to be on page 39. Okay. And it's going to be, uh, titled when life hurts, when life hurts, people revert back to committing spiritual suicide. When life hurts, people act irrationally. When life hurts, people say things that they probably shouldn't say. Jay Roach, that will cut your emails down. You mean having somebody else do it? Yeah, but the risk is not worth 
the reward. So that's why I don't do it, if that's what you're referring to. But yeah, when life hurts, it, it, it actually pushes people to commit acts of atrocities that they would not normally commit. Second Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Every day, God goes through some pain, or every day, excuse me, dads go through some pain, and every dad goes through some pain. So does every child. Your kids have days when they want to stay in bed, pull the covers over their heads, but dads, learn how to notice the signs when your children are hurting. How many of you, I'm going to stop that right there for a minute. How many of you knew when your child was hurting and knew immediately that you needed to jump on that real quick? And how many of you did not know when your children were hurting and realized that later in life, having hindsight and regret not being there for your kid in those times? I'm going to say both. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I recognize when, recognize when my kids are hurting, but I've also not recognized when my kids are hurting. And I'm going to tell you the difference. I did not recognize when my kids were hurting before I walked with Christ. Now that I walk with Christ every day and I have a journey with God, I now recognize when everybody around me is hurting. They don't even have to be my children. And I think it's because before I had a journey with Jesus, my focus was not on anybody but myself. My focus was not on the, the well-being of anybody but myself, the finances of anybody else but myself. Since going back to God, or going to God for the first time, I should say, in my human life, I am now so in tune with God and I am so selfless rather than selfish that I don't think about myself at all. And the only thing I think about is everybody else around me. So because I have that different mentality and because my priorities have done a complete 180. And like I said, now I could care less about myself and I care more about others. Now I'm able to understand when people are hurting and they don't even have to speak. Now, I'm not saying that I'm some kind of genius or I'm some kind of prophet or I'm some kind of, uh, you know, blessed man of God that just knows everything with that, you know, can, can, can read your mind. But what I am saying is, and I don't know, if maybe this is the case with you guys too. This is my journey with Jesus. But since I have been closer to God, I have the ability to feel pain of others like I've never been able to do before. So, the, 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 the difference in not knowing that my children were hurting and knowing that my children are hurting, for me, was God. For me, it was God. Now, you guys, it might be different. Maybe you guys have always been able to tell when your children were hurting. And it, and, and it comes down to this. It's not that I wasn't able to tell that my children were hurting. It's that I wasn't looking to see if my children were hurting. So I don't think it comes down to whether you're able to or whether you're not able to. Your child is a part of you. You know your child since birth. You should be close to your child more than anybody. But for me, for me, it was I didn't want to. I didn't want to. It wasn't my priority, even though they were my child. Again, I was that selfish. Jeremy, how has mom been praying for her? Well, she... This last uh, round of sickness that she had was the worst she's ever had. She has, like, I, like I've told you, she has COPD. She has asthma. She gets bronchitis like 10 times a year. Her oxygen levels were the lowest they've ever been. And the biggest culprit of it all is her cigarettes. She will not stop smoking her cigarettes. Jeremy, you have an auto response on your emails 
If not, it could help until you have time to reply. I think we did have an auto response, or we do maybe. Uh, but, you know, the problems with auto responses is if that's all you ever get back, it's actually worse than not getting anything back. Um, another $100 for the Child of God shirts for our littles. When you can let us know how much more is needed. Well, okay, I'll tell you this. In order to get, just so you guys know, in order to get one round of t-shirts, that means colors and sizes, you're looking at about three to $5,000 for each, for each uh, design. Like three to $5,000 to invest in getting all that you would need for the orders that are coming in to get the orders out. And that's if you do it locally. If I do it with like Holly at RMA Apparel or I do it with like Jane down in Florida at uh, Advantage Specialties or if I do it with um, if I do it with uh, um, any of our vendors that are not here, the shipping and handling is absolutely crazy. Do you realize that last year we spent $10,000 just on shipping and handling? So... It's not really, it, it's just so, so expensive to have each and every single design. And, uh, you know, we're not a billion dollar company, so we do as much as we can. And uh, just to let you guys know, that's, that's how much it costs to get one design out. Now, getting back to my mom, my mom's problem is cigarettes. She just will not stop. She will not stop. And my mom is so darn stubborn that when you... Tate, mom, you know that you could just quit smoking cigarettes and your health would dramatically increase. She comes back with stuff like this. I'm already 60-something years old. What's it going to do now? Uh, I don't know. Help you? <laughs> Not hurt you every second of every day? That's, you know, that's just one thing. Uh, help you breathe a little bit better? Make it so that when you do get bronchitis, it's not as bad? Maybe so you don't get bronchitis as much? Just, a, just an idea. Dimple said, quitting smoking is very hard, but it's also very easy. Quitting everything is very easy with God. Quitting everything is very easy with Jesus. It's all about willpower. And most people don't have willpower because they don't have enough of Jesus. And if you have enough of Jesus, quitting anything is easy. Super easy. Trust me. I've quit a lot of things that I should, that were part of my every, part of my, the fiber of my being. So she could quit easily. She just refuses to because she's hard-headed. It's that simple. I, uh, I understand that everybody's different. I do. I used to say, I have no room in my, in my life for weakness. If you're too weak, get out of my life. I've, son, I've, since, seemed, uh, I've since realized that that is definitely a, a very dangerous way of thinking. Some people just don't have the strength that other people have. And it's not because that person that has the strength is any better than the person that doesn't have the strength. It does mean, however, that they're more in tune with Jesus than that other person. Because I know with Christ, all things are possible and all things are simple. So that, I mean, God tells me that. I don't have to say that. I don't have to tell people that. So it's, it's a constant battle with, my, with, um, with God. It is hard even with God. That's not true. That's not true. Nothing is hard with God. Nothing. It says that in the Bible. Nothing is difficult if you are 100% relying on Jesus. Nothing in this world is difficult. And somebody somebody says, well, then how come you still sin if you're part of Jesus and you're that close to Jesus? How come you still sin? Wouldn't that mean that things are difficult? Yeah, that means that you are literally choosing to give in to the difficulty. I choose to give in to the difficulties of losing my temper. I don't have to do that. I allow myself to do that because it feels good. Nothing is difficult with God. God will take everything from you if you ask him to. If things are difficult, it's because you're still allowing your mortality to get in the way. I do it. Everybody does it. But that's the truth. And, and, And you can disagree with me, but you're disagreeing with God if you disagree with that. I know some things are hard to hear. And some things people say, that's not right, and I don't agree with it. And that's fine. You cannot, you cannot agree with me on life from America. But if I take it right from the Bible, then you're not disagreeing with me. You're disagreeing with God. Difficulties 
are not what we think they are. I don't know how to explain it. I really don't know how to explain it. I really don't. You have to want to quit smoking. If you don't want it, it's, going, it's not going to happen. That's right. That's when it's going to be hard. If you don't want to quit the thing that's hard, then no amount of Jesus is going to help you. You have to give your 50% just like Jesus has to, you know, Jesus comes in and gives the other. You have to give it up. And if you don't, well, it's not hard because Jesus thought it was hard. It's because you don't want to quit. It's because you don't want to stop swearing, using the Lord's name in vain, quitting smoking cigarettes, stop lusting. It's because you don't want to stop. That's what makes it hard. Your desire. Just give up the desire. Give it to God. That's the simple part. Once you can do that, everything else is easy. So it's not really that the quitting smoking is hard. It's not really that the quitting drinking is hard. It's not really that the quitting um, fraternizing with people and sexualizing everything and having sex with all these different partners. That's not hard. The hard part is you're giving up your desire for it. That's the hard part. But it's like jumping into that pool that we talked about yesterday. The first thing you do is give it to God and say, it's so hard for me. I just want to give it to you. I, it's my, the desire for it is so hard for me to stop, so I'm going to give it to you. Jump in the pool, then everything else after that. If you give it to God, is easy. Devil only has as much power as you give him. Now, I know that we could talk in circles because of the way we perceive things. And no, it's not that I'm right and you're wrong or you're wrong or I'm right. What we know is that the Bible is right. That's what we do know. We know the Bible is right. And if we give in to our desires, then we are committing spiritual suicide. The the level of difficulty to giving up desire and giving up control, it's really odd. It's like a rock in a hard place, right? Some people think it's super hard to give up that control. Some people think it's super easy. All I know is this. It's hard to give up control, but once you do it, it becomes easier and easier and easier. And the more you walk with Jesus, the easier it gets, and the, prop, the, the, the problems stop coming your way in such an abundance. And when they do come your way, you have the resources and the ability to deal with them. So it's kind of like a, uh, you know, it's hard to first do it, but it becomes easier. I guess, I guess that's the way to put it. Right? Becca says, yes, the worst part is the hands and the lips, the inhalations. Excuse, Barbara says, excuses today make today easy, but they won't make tomorrow but they make tomorrow hard. That's a good one. Pray, Jeremy, directly for your mom that the taste disgusts her to quit. Now, I pray directly for my mom, but not about that. So I will definitely do that. Thank you for the, uh, thank you for the advice on that. I appreciate that. K-Mac says, it's hard to give up control for us as humans, but giving it to God brings us so much peace and so much ease as well. Quitting smoking is much harder for me to quit than it was stop drinking. Alcohol was. Wow. Wow. B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving earth. God wrote about it all in the Bible. He did. He did. Show her how the tar builds up in her lungs. I have. I have. She seems to think that smoking doesn't kill you. My mom is that hard-headed. She, Eli, she honestly thinks that smoking is not going to kill you. She said, look at the, my mom, because we're Native American, we have Native American blood in us. My mom thinks that because she's Native American, the mosquitoes don't bite her and that cigarette smoke doesn't hurt her. Eli, did you know that? I said, so you're saying that the Indians were invincible? And she says, well, you know, kind of. And I said, where are they? (laughs) I mean, where are they? They're not invincible, mom. I'm pretty sure mosquitoes bit Indians and I'm pretty sure that tar buildup in their lungs also killed Indians. Nope. No, Indians were indestructible. And I asked her, then where are they? She's getting to the point where she needs oxygen. And she's, Eli, she's, and I hope my mom watches this. I'm literally saying this so she will see this. 
It is so incredible to me how some people are so bullheaded. Mom, you're one of them. I love you, but you're one of them. Ah, oh, Indians are. Uh, uh. Jeremy, my dad felt the same way. It was not the cigarettes that gave him lung cancer. Yeah, what is it then? Right? Unbelievable. Mosquitoes don't like to bite smokers. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right. Your mom sounds like my mom. You love her and want the best for her. That's it. It's tough love. She'll watch this and she'll get mad at me too. How dare you say that stuff about me in front of everybody? Nobody's opinion should matter, mom, but God's. Quit smoking cigarettes. Are you going to commit spiritual and physical suicide? She sounds like my dad. I know how you feel. It's a helpless feeling. I know. And here's the problem with it, too. Here's the problem with it, too. Um, what, what was that? It's a helpless feeling. Yeah, here's the problem with it. Every time something happens to my mom where she's hospitalized or she needs oxygen or something like that or steroids to help her breathe, first of all, I, you know, I, 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 I show my sympathy and my sadness and I ask her if she's okay and I ask her what they did and does she need anything else and this, that, and the other. And then it always goes back to mom. I'm going to come here. She hates it when it comes to the smoking. She hates it when it gets to that part. Yeah, exactly. Just like my grandma Phyllis. Exactly, uh, Chris. Just like Phyllis. Um, she'll, every time we get to that part, she goes, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Every time this happens, you bring up the smoking. Uh, yeah. That'd be like saying every time a heroin junkie shoots up and goes to the ER to save his life, the last thing that we should bring up is shooting up heroin, right, Eli? Oh, but now let's get to the heroin. No, I don't want to hear about the heroin. Leave me alone. I'm going to go tie off and shoot up real quick. It's not the heroin. No, it's not the heroin. Know when to give them space to work through their pain alone. Also know when to intervene and comfort them in their affliction. God will guide you. Lord, you are the God who comforts me in my affliction with the goal that I then comfort others. Sometimes it's my kids who need my comfort. Help me remember what it was like when I was their age and my pet hamster died or my best friend moved to another state. Or when I felt like I was an outsider with the other kids. When my kids hurt, I pray that you'll give me the right words to ease their pain. I pray that I'll be a great comforter to my children when they need a strong shoulder to lean on. What do you think that means, strong soldier? What do you think it means when they say strong soldier to lean on? Does that mean somebody who's got muscles and who's strong? Who's got big, strong shoulders and big, strong arms? No. A strong shoulder to cry on or to lean on means somebody that will console you but will also give it to you straight. No chaser. Who will give it to you straight and who will stand up and say, you have to stop doing this or you have to stop putting yourself in these positions or you have to stop seeking approval from this person or that person or this person. You have to stop smoking cigarettes. And while I will always open my arms to you, while I'll always console you, while I'll always hug you, while I'll always tell you I love you and everything's going to be okay, it's always going to be followed up with, you have to stop or you're going to find yourself in this position again. And with all these people out there committing not only physical suicide, but by far a larger amount committing spiritual suicide, it is up to you, the strong shoulder, to not only give them comfort, but tell them where they are doing wrong. It is up to us to be vocal. It is up to us to be loud with a megaphone if we have to, to scream or to sing or however we get it out there, the word of God at such a high level and a high frequency that we can even grab a few of those billions that will commit spiritual suicide in the next decade. 
You have to have a strong person to tell you right and wrong. If you don't, then you're just going to continue to commit the same sin, the same atrocities, the same crap over and over and over again, and then sit there and cry to somebody to try to get sympathy, to try to get empathy, to try to get attention, to try to get some kind of love. But guess what? It is all temporary. All of it is temporary. Temporary love, temporary uh, uh, kindness, temporary hugs, Temporary consoling, temporary everything, temporary advice. Unless somebody tells you what you're doing wrong in order to stop doing it, that person does not love you. That person does not love you. Why do you think that kids can't stand their parents so much? Because their parents tell them where they're doing wrong and what they need to do to fix their attitudes. And they and the reason why parents do that is because they love you. Do you know how many times I've sat my children down? You know how many times I've sat my kids down and looked them in the eye and say, you think that I like doing this? Do you think that I like punishing you? Do you think that I like yelling at you? Do you think I like telling you what you need to do different, that you're not doing something correct? I hate it. I hate it. But I love you enough to help you. And if I didn't love you, then I would not be here to scold you. I would not be here to ground you. I would not be here to lecture you or yell at you. I would not be here to keep you away from your friends because things are getting out of control. If I didn't love you, mom, children, anybody that's in my life, the last thing that I would do is try to give you advice. The last thing that I would do is suggest that you change your ways. When I do wrong, I want everybody in my life, including the LFA family, to tell me where I did wrong. Tell me what I did wrong. And if I'm wrong with you, if I'm wrong with scolding somebody in the audience because of something, tell me, man, maybe that was a little bit too much. Maybe you want to pump the brakes a little bit. You are better than that. I want people to tell me that. Why doesn't everybody else want somebody to put them on the right direction? Jeremy just smoked a cigarette, decided that this will be my first, my fast this weekend from here on out. My last, I think you said. What? Hold on a minute. Hold on. Bring up the rumble chat. Hold on. Katia 76, Jeremy just smoked a cigarette, decided this will be my last, I think she's meant last, not fast, from here on out. That... Right there. We need to encourage Katia. Smarty award of the day. Smarty award of the day. Beautiful. Carol says, just another rise up that gets off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so true. <laughs> your mother will do what she wants. Save your preaching. It's difficult for doctors to prescribe medication, oxygen, Respiratory treatment when the patient doesn't care. She doesn't want your help. Well, she's going to get it, and I will not stop. I will not stop. That is one thing I do. I, I will disagree with you, Linda, on that one. Does God give up on us? Does God stop trying to get us on that right path? Do we ever stop trying to get our kids on the right path, even if they're adults? I don't think we do. I think we got to keep up on it. I think we've got to. Someday I think she'll come around. If I gave up now, if I just said, you know what, you're going to smoke, it is what it is, I'm just going to accept it, then that would be like me accepting, I don't know, that my family wants to stay in lockdowns forever and put a mask on. What if somebody I knew was a pedophile and looked at child porn? Well, they're just going to look at it anyway. I, I just, I just, I, maybe I'm wrong. I, and, and I'm not trying to start an argument with Linda here. I think Linda's got a good point in the fact that you can't continue to drive and drive and drive because you might drive your mom away from you completely. I get that. But I have to keep trying. You know, it's just in my blood. That's all. That's all. It takes two weeks to break a habit. That's true. I used to smoke cigarettes. I know. 
Jeremy, this is why the modern day church is weak because they cannot accept that scripture is profitable for teaching, reproof, and correction. Joe DeMars just hit the nail on the head right there. Nobody wants to have the hard conversations. I say pray with her. Please don't nag her. That's a good advice. That's good advice. That's really good advice. Bama lady says you can't reason with those who don't want help. Also a good point. Good point as well. I asked that you let me stand in the gap for Jeremy's mother. I asked that you take the taste of cigarettes out of her mouth. Every time she smells, even get close to a cigarette, please take this. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Don't cast your petals before swine. I haven't heard that one in a while. Never hurts to try. We are the body. Pray for each other. And I think that's what Linda was actually saying. Maybe I took that a little out of context. I think she was probably right there. They're definitely, because I just, you know, I always go back. I go, well, mom, here we go again. You know, and I'm sure she doesn't like that. Jeremy, tell mom I just finished a cigarette. Let's quit together. Kalia. So we got Kalia and Katia. Look at that, folks. We're changing minds. Sherry Ann says, I've been smoke-free for 10 years. Amen. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to get to our, uh, I want to get to our, one of our sponsors of, uh, of the network, not just LFA, but of Rise Up To. Field of Greens is now the official number one sponsor of LFA TV network. Why? Because it works so well, everybody in the world is using it now. And all you guys are uh, getting it too. So there's no way to stay positive and focused when you're constantly run down and sick. I won't say it. When your body goes, your mind and spirit go with it. It's a domino effect. I'm way too busy to eat as healthy as I should. And I know you guys are all that way. Maybe you can't afford to eat as healthy as you should. That's another big thing. Unlike all the other, uh, you know, powdered stuff out there that's supposed to give you nutrients and stuff, each specific fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically chosen to support specific health functions. It was purposely chosen for these ingredients to be in here to help your heart, to help your liver, to help your kidney failure and kidney health, your immune system, and your metabolism. That's what Field of Greens targets. Field of Greens is the only brand that has a better health promise. So enjoy Field of Greens today. Keep your body, health, and mind, and spirit all clean and good. And today, if you want to start, you get 15% off to start using promo code LFA. And then if you like it and you sign up for recurring, you get that same price for everyone. Now, a lot of people go, I cannot afford it. It's a lot cheaper than buying the fruits and the vegetables that you would need to replace it. It's about a quarter of that price for the month. So risk and reward, ladies and gentlemen, risk and reward. Thank you, Field of Greens, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Now, how many people have not liked the video yet, not rumbled yet? Let's go to the rumble chat one more time, and then we'll go to the verse of the day. I did not get through any of the books I wanted to get through. After this, I have a lot of work to get done. Well, good luck on getting all that work done today, Mary. We hope you accomplish great and wonderful things today. We love you. We love you. Rumble this video, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go to the verse of the day today. I think you're going to love it. Verse of the day today, like I said, is titled Committing Spiritual Suicide. So many people do it. It's a sickening thing and it's sad. So what are we going to do? We're going we're gonna to get on top of it right now. Are you happy to be reading and hearing this message today? You should be because that means that you are alive. That in itself is the biggest blessing that you will ever receive outside of the blessing of eternal salvation. You literally win the lottery every single day. Jeremy, I can't get the link for the mini chainsaw to work. TacRightLFATV.com. TacRightLFATV.com. That's the link. I'm sorry. Maybe we could try to help another time. Uh, But anyway, let's get back to this. You literally win the lottery every single day that you're here on earth. And for that, I am so thankful that nothing can ruin my day. Today we will be talking about committing spiritual suicide. 
The world is so focused on the uptick on actual suicide, but nobody bats an eye at spiritual suicide, which is far worse. Let's talk about it. James 1, 13 through 15. If you've got your Bibles, James 1, 13 through 15. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. And he himself tempts no one. Remember that. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. And if your body is a temple and you're pounding it full of cigarette smoke, weed, pot, coke, and crack, then you're literally conceiving sin and sin is going to give way to death, both spiritually and physically. We'll get to the description of that verse at the 11 o'clock hour. Until then, I'm going to bring you out the same way I brought you in, and that's with a little bit of living hope because he lives and oh praise the name beautiful Christian worship music this morning that we played we've got Sean Farish and Ungoverned coming up next I pray that you will stay locked and loaded to LFA TV all day if you can and if you can't please go back later on and watch but I will ask that you pop in and give every single video including the short clips a like a rumble because that ladies and gentlemen helps us grow so much God bless you. Thank you for being here this morning on Rise Up. Enjoy this music as you go out, and I'll see you at 11 o'clock. Have a great morning, everybody. Enjoy your field of greens and your Rise Up coffee. God bless you, and thank you for the discussion this morning. See you later. The darkness, your loving kindness, through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished. The end is written, Jesus Christ, my Lord.